I still have friends to this day that I've met playing video games, like that I met online. Yeah. That I, I mean, like I'm actually going up in just a couple days to go visit some friends that I met playing Overwatch like seven years ago. Um, yes, let's go. Um, and they turned into some of my best friends that I have. Like I, I've never met them in real life. You meet people online and they can become like huge parts of your life because you spend so much time on the computer these days. And it's just a, I don't know, it's, it, it's always just been a way to meet people for me, I guess. All right, guys, hey, welcome back to the Joyage Kingdom. This is your guide. This is Matthew. We have Matthew. This is the artist behind Hellspawn, Mush Dudes. I'm really excited to interview him. This is going to be episode two of our NFT artist interviews. Uh, all, the, all the interviewers, all the artists that I've bought from in the past, a lot of them on the Solana um, and the Soul Sea Marketplace, because that's where I do most of my art. But anyways, guys, um, let's just get started. This is Kate. Or I'm Kate, your guide. I'll be replacing the voice side for now, giving you a break from the constant monologue that is the human mind. I want to say first, thank you for listening or viewing on whatever platform you're on. If you haven't already, smash that thumbs up button. Follow the, like, just join all the things, like all the things, do all the things. All of that stuff is down in the description below. Um, you guys are in for a real treat. We're gonna get started. This is Matthew, dude. Uh, where are you from? Where, where'd you even? How'd you even get an NFTs? What is your life like? What is it like to be sort of an NFT degen and an NFT artist and a college student? Like, what is that like right now? Um. Well, I started uh, making NFTs uh, like a couple months ago, like two two months ago, three months ago, something like that. I actually got into it because. Uh, one of my buddies, I don't know if you can hear me can. perfectly, but, um, one of my buddies told me, yo, you should check this stuff out. It's called NFTs. Um, they're pretty cool. And he had, um, a few bored ape yacht clubs what? that he was sitting on and a couple of crypto punks that he had purchased a couple, like two years ago or a year ago, something like that. Hold on, hold on, hold on, and, hold on. Who, um, who are you talking about? Who is this person? Is he like a famous person? Uh, no, he's not famous at all. What? He's just uh, wow. he's just an internet guy that I met um, yeah. through selling uh, OG ads on the I you know online, um, and uh, he just got into it really early. He minted all of his apes, so Damn. he just knew about it from like the get go. He also bought his uh, punk back in like 2018 or something. So he's been into this stuff for a long time. And um, he was just like, yeah, you should come check it out because I know you like art. So I, I started looking at it and I was like, oh, this, this is kind of cool. You know, it's something new, something different. Um, so I, I decided to just hop in and I was like, oh, maybe, you know, maybe I can make some money off of this. Maybe I can get my name out there as an artist more. And so I, I started making art um, again. Um, I bought an iPad. So I could do more. Same. I just got um, one. Yeah, I, dude, I love it. Um, so I could start doing more like advanced art than just doing like paper, pencil, all that kind of stuff like I had been doing previously. Um, I also experimented in some like ink drawing with like a uh, brush pen and, you know, paper. 
uh, just to give it some more like stylistic appeal, I guess. Um, and then, uh, I don't know, not too long after I started getting into this whole thing, I actually met you. Yeah. Um, yeah. and the rest is history. The rest is history. Kind of. Dude, uh, well, yeah. for anyone listening, this this shit's crazy. I'm gonna pop up a couple of NFTs. So I found Matthew a fucking long time, like a long, 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 long. He's one of the first NFT artists I ever found. You might, I'm trying to think if you were the first. You may not. I think uh, Sydney was the first because that's what got me onto the Solsi blockchain. Yeah. But I found you, uh, I believe, through Twitter. I think you liked one of my tweets, and I just looked at your page mm-hmm. and I found your. And so he's the founder and creator of Mush Dudes, which is, I'm so excited. You and he also made me a custom one. Which honestly, I haven't looked at it in a while, but I'll pop it up on the screen. I'll pop up all his art pieces that I think are dope. I'll pop up the ones that I've bought right now. Boom. Uh, so yes, they're amazing, and I love them. And later in the episode, if you guys stick around, I will be giving away one of these NFTs. That is absolutely right. It's going to be sick. I'm really excited. Um, I'm holding three of them, so I don't want to be selfish. But uh, yeah, so you're, you're the founder behind Mush Dudes, behind Hellspawn. Tell me about Mush Dudes, because that was, that was like the first project you started with. It was going to be like one of those collection collectible nfts i think it was and you were working on that you had a discord up there and then you like fucking did a whirlwind and just like did something like this like this is why i wore this one because it's just like the hellspawn nft project which is so awesome on its own too artistically and i just i couldn't help myself so talk to me about mush dudes first though so with mush dudes it's actually made after a uh, game that i used to play when i was a kid um and after i was a kid i played it well into my teenage years um but that's kind of what it's uh inspired by was a game called maple story um it's a really popular mmo in like korea and i used to play it a lot i haven't played it in a couple of years but i i used to play it a lot and um i always loved the art style of it yeah so i decided you know what i might as well make like a an nft collection that's mm-hmm. not you know, that's not just stealing their art or anything, but to make a collection that's sort of inspired by something that was such a big part of my like youth. Mm-hmm. And um, I just thought that was a good place to start because I saw a lot of NFTs being those collectible things. And yeah. I know people are starting to step away from them a little bit more because people want more utility with stuff. And I'm trying to figure out what to do with that when it comes to Mush Dudes. So that's why I've kind of been sort of on and off with it a lot um i have been taking a break from making those for the last like week or two just because i've been busy with the holidays i had finals um all this other stuff so i haven't really been doing a whole lot of art recently um i actually uh was talking to some friends of mine i'm working on building a game also fire hell yeah um so that that'll be kind of fun but that that's like way far in the future. I've just done some uh, some like sprite artwork and stuff for that recently. But that's pretty much all I've been doing. Yeah, man. With, um, with, with all that stuff, like with uh, with the games and and the lore behind that stuff, I think like for myself, I started. I don't know if you saw like my tweets are starting to become more lore, a little bit more like fiction, fantasy, medieval style because I'm working on a couple small yeah. things. Like I'm literally working on this. Will, I guess it'll be, this will be an exclusive. I'm working on a character right now. That's why I'm learning how to draw. I want to I want to participate in the artistic side of my NFT collection. And so I need to understand this shit. And I need to get good at it. So I want to create a character that's going to be like the spokesperson. Like I'm trying to think of like what it would be like in medieval times. Like whoever does the announcements, I want them to be like a character animation. Kind of like how you did in your YouTube videos. And he's going to be like the announcer of like Joy's Kingdom is doing this or like whatever. And I think that's something that would be dope for your mush dudes or your game or even Hellspawn. 
is starting to work on that lore because that's a really easy way to kind of like allow yourself not to procrastinate but to be able to push things back by creating a storyline because people get invested it's almost better if it takes longer because they're like oh fuck this is so cool i'm so excited to see what matthew said today or what they're like coming up with the story or what animation and i think that's a great way because yeah how you said like art is hard to do you know if you don't feel like you're doing like you want to do art it's pretty fucking hard to like make yourself draw something cool and inspiring you know yeah it is but sorry i interrupted you what were you saying (laughs) No, you're fine. I actually kind of forgot what I was saying. I think I was talking about much, dude. Um, uh, what all did I say? I said, yeah, I've been putting it off a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah I, I actually, I've thought about doing uh, more lore for that and, like, releasing it in, um, like, little announcements and whatever. Um, I also, I, I think I invited you to this project. I don't know if you ever joined the Discord. Uh, a, maybe. What probably is that? a week ago. Uh, it's the the horror zone thing. What what is that for? Um, so that's that's the game I'm working on. Oh okay, yeah yeah. Send me it again, and I'll, um, I'll follow it or I'll hop in. Okay, Just whatever. After this, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Um, right. it's uh, it's also based off of a game that I played a lot when I was a kid. Um, what but I've been having it? a lot of fun doing uh, Castlevania. Okay, I haven't heard of that. I'll have to look it up. So Castlevania is like one of my favorite game franchises from when I was younger. I still have actually played them in recent years and really enjoyed them. So I guess I still like them quite a bit. Um, It's more like vampire theme, cool stuff. Um, And I've got some pretty big people already in the Discord. Currently the Discord's private, so I haven't really invited a ton of people. I think there's like maybe 30 people in there. Perfect. I love that. Um, so it's still really small because uh, it's very early in development. It's just something sure. that I've been working on as like a little side thing whenever I need a break from stuff. And just I'm yeah. like, there's no timeline. There's no deadlines. There's none of that. I can just like sit down and work on something that I enjoy. Um, and it, it also branches off from like things that I really like, like, you know, vampires and movies and all that kind of stuff. So I'm able to sort of blend things that I really enjoy in with uh art hell yeah dude um i love vampires one of my guilty yeah. pleasures is fucking i don't even know this counts as vampires but i fucking love the twilight trilogy like i love the twilight i don't know what it is it counts as vampires god i just love all of it. and i and fucking when i was living with devin and sarah beth uh back in charleston she would always be downstairs watching vampire diaries and every time i went downstairs i would see i would hear it and i was like fuck me and i was like all right well there's three hours of my life gone now because i'm gonna sit there on the couch and watch it with her <laughs> hey i don't blame you man I, I love vampire stuff a lot so it's so cool dude i just love that i love anything fantasy like style or like any honestly anything that can until now at this point where i'm working at nfts life kind of blue dick you know like you know how it is in college you got fucking essays you got this you got that and you're like god damn like i just got yeah crap you know and it's like life's kind of hard to be fun and that's why um it's just it's just cool to have things that are, are just literally just fun. Like my project isn't about making everyone billions of dollars. It's about like making life a little bit more interesting when you wake up and you're like excited to go do stuff. And that's hard to do for a lot of people just because we have jobs and this and responsibilities and stuff. And so I'm so pumped to see what you do with all the games and stuff. Right. Uh, is Hellspawn, so what is Hellspawn an art project? Is it, are you looking to do something similar to Mush Dudes or what, what exactly is the thing with Hellspawn? It- Hellspawn's just an art project. That's just where I can kind of pour out things that I uh, just want to make. I mean, like, wow. if, I, if I think of something and I'm like, this doesn't fit with the themes of my, you know, 
projects, just throw it on there and be like, yo, this is a cool piece that I put together. Um, yeah, man. And that's pretty much it. I mean, that's it's dope. just sort of my way of putting things out there artistically that mm-hmm. isn't revolving around anything. There's no like specific theme or whatever for it. Well, and honestly, at that's dope. I like that because you can also be transparent about that and talk about that on your Twitter and your YouTube and you're in your discord and just like mention that. Cause I feel like a lot of times I'll forget to mention things because I'm thinking about them in my head and I just assume that they know or something. And so just like talking about that, right. and getting people to really fuck with you and Hellspawn Dude, the second you drop it, it's going to get sold, you know, if they love you. And so if that's like the goal with Hellspawn, right. dude, like, hell yeah. Like, I mean, your art is so good. And to hear your personality shine through, like even 13 minutes in this inter- into this podcast, I'm like, bro, I'm ready for you to drop another one. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I've actually, um, I was talking, so I've gotten more into the, um, the Solana marketplace recently. Uh, Magic Eden, if you've ever been on there before. Mm-mm, what is that? Um, so Magic Eden is a, uh, soul like marketplace, sort of like Soulsea, except it's a lot more curated. Okay. And it's so it's, it's got a lot less like garbage projects, I guess oh, you could say, cause nice. there's a lot of people that just like put up, you know, junk and people are like, Oh, I'm not going to buy this. So it just yeah. floods the front page of the marketplace. Yeah. Um, cause it's not like, there's no restrictions on anything. You can just pretty much put anything on there that you want. Um, this is a lot more curated and to like upload things, you have to be verified and you have to, you know, like have like art history and all this kind of stuff. So it, it's a lot more, um, I guess it's a lot more NFT friendly. Like it's a lot better for people because I feel like less projects on there are either going to rug you or are going to like <laughs> fuck you over or whatever in the long run. Um, I've actually found a few projects on there that I ended up really liking cool. and I ended up actually purchasing some of the NFTs from there. Um, but I've joined a lot of discords through, um, through there and started talking to a lot more people in the Solana community. Dude, that's awesome. And I uh, do that. I've honestly been having a great time. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really fun. Um, I met a really cool uh, community that I've been looking at for a while because i really liked their artwork uh and i think it's called like angomon i'm I'm pretty sure that's how you say it yeah um but they have some really cool artwork and they actually just released like 3d renders of your nfts so now you can you can 3d print them if you want and you can have a little like action figure um and they're also working on letting us sort of customize them in the 3d modeler to like get new ones I and their entry is like really low. I think they're like, uh, like 1.5 soul or something like that. So it's not crazy expensive to get in. Yeah. Like typical of an NFT it, basically. Yeah, pretty much. And then I also found uh, another community called, uh, Zillas, which is like, uh, they're, they're modeled off like Godzilla or whatever. Cool. And they're just little pixel art dudes. And they're, they're, they're fun. I think their floor is like, like five soul or something. I bought in when they were like point three. Jeez, I think pretty good ROI right there. Like a few days ago. Yeah, it was a few days ago. So they they've kind of exploded overnight, kind of deal. I think a couple celebrities bought them or whatever and started posting about it on Twitter, and so it just kind of like blew up their sales. It's crazy how much how many different marketplaces there are, and I've never even heard of that one. And there's people on it trading and fucking buying and selling. Like, 
it's nuts, bro. There's so much shit going on in the NFT world. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. <laughs> I it it's a hard to keep track of all of it, honestly. I can't. Like I literally next year, so Journey Crypto put this on his Twitter. He goes, I went from 40k to 600k in one year. In 2000, and that was by myself. He goes right, and I and I didn't have a team or anything. He goes, now 2022, I'm gonna have a full team. And I saw that tweet, and I was like, that's gonna be me in like three months. I'm gonna have to hire like a full team because I can't keep up. People are like, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And I'm like, I've never even fucking heard of that. I'm like, what is that? Like you just said, like I'm like, yeah, like what? You know? Um, yeah. But okay, uh, back to Hellspawn because I think yes. there's more there. Sorry. No, totally fine. I think there's definitely more in Hellspawn because when I look at the art. I know there's something deeper in there and you and I've talked a little bit about it. I know there's something deeper in there and I want to know personally, cause I'm selfish. I'm a selfish bastard and I own a lot of your NFTs and I want to know what do those NFTs mean? Because yeah, just what do they mean? Like why, why, why? Um, I don't, honestly, that's just, uh, when I, when I draw those, I usually just draw them about like how I'm feeling when I draw them. It's like, as you can tell, there's no consistent art style with them. They all look pretty different. They're, you know, some of them are a lot darker. Other ones are, are really colorful. Um, it's just sort of what's like going on in my brain when I draw them. I just kind of put it down. I'm like, this is what I see in my brain. This is what I want to put on paper. And I just do it. Here, let me pull up. I want to see. Maybe I can. Uh, I know I already popped them up on the screen, but. So. Guys, for anyone listening right now, the giveaway that I... Or actually, you know, let's just do the giveaway right now. Let's just pop it up. Um, the one that pops up right now is the one I'm giving away. All you have to do is go on Twitter, follow Matthew, follow myself, and... Um, what should we say? I'm just, I'm just going to cut this until I figure out what, I'm, what I want to do. Uh, we'll do... <laughs> this is the best part about YouTube, right? You can just cut whatever you want. You can control everything. Yeah, you can, you can just cut it and be like, ah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I can exactly. keep talking. It doesn't matter. That's why I would do... When I go live now, I'm like fuck i'll be on live and i'm like wait i can't just like stutter and not say anything because i'm literally live and i'm like but uh yeah i've come to a couple of your lives just to watch them and i'm like this is funny (laughs) and they always go like like the unfiltered nature of it god they all go like 40 minutes long and i'm just like god damn it but okay so we'll do uh follow us on twitter uh both of us on twitter and then i want you to tweet out tag both of us in the tweet and tell me why you buy nft art what is it why is it that you buy nft art uh, versus like collectible NFT projects, profile picture stuff. Why do you want to hold art? Why do you want this art piece? So just tell us, let us know. Uh, I think it's fun. Um, oh. So yeah, we'll do that. And then also here's the NFT, the one that I, one of the ones I bought from you. Can you, do you remember right. what was going through your head or like what exactly was going on in life that made you draw something like this? Cause this is a freaking beautiful piece and there's a GIF version actually... of it in here somewhere. I just can't find it. Yeah. It's fine. I actually uh, don't remember. That was a while ago. Um, that was a long time ago. I was probably very tired when I drew that, <laughs> and it was coming up on exams. I'm almost positive, so I was mm-hmm. probably stressed out and just wanted to be done. Dude, it's a beautiful piece. Like it is just so cool. And uh, oh, do you remember Smokey? I'll pop that up on the screen yeah, right do. now. Do you do you know what that was exactly? Was that just art? Was that just a pure, just like oh, this looks great, or? Yeah, that was kind of what it was. I was just like, man, I kind of want to draw something. And I drew that, and I was like, you know what? This is cool. It was Maybe so interesting because somebody will like it. That that one is it looks different than the others, like way different than the others. I feel like it's all white. There's a bunch of uh, open space on the left side, which I thought was so interesting. Mm-hmm. And I was like, was there a reason behind that? Like, is because I'm not I'm an artist, but not like a drawing artist. I don't I don't know what if there was anything there or. So, 
I don't know why, but I've always liked very open artwork, mm-hmm. like things that they're, they're not. I know a lot of artists like to close off artwork on yeah. both sides so that it, it like centralizes the focus in like the middle and you have to follow a path. Yeah. Sometimes I do that. As you can see with like some of my artwork, it's it's like closed in on both sides. There's, you know, something in the middle or something like super important to look at. I kind of wanted to leave that one up so your eyes can sort of like follow it, I guess. Yeah. And there's a bunch of open space just because you can kind of put whatever you want there. You can kind of use it for whatever. I don't know. That's just sort of my, my thoughts about yeah. it. I mean, same with me, dude. Like, I don't really have a reason for it. I, honestly, I, just I, felt I good agree. When I drew it. It's impossible. Like, that's why I wanted to ask because sometimes there's no way to put into words. And honestly, like, I don't really care what the answer is. It's just like, I want to hear like your thoughts on it because I'm the same way. Like I have a photo here where it's just a cool shot. I'll pop it on the screens because it's probably like shitty quality on the, on the video, but it's just like a picture of me, but it's like at the bottom of the screen. So there's all this open space and I don't know what it is. I just like it. I don't know what, I don't know why, you know what I mean? And I think there's so much of art that's like that. We just... I can't, we can't like explain some of the creative shit that pops out of our head. It just like comes from nowhere. Where do you think that shit comes from? Is it like some subconscious thing from our childhood, or like where the fuck does this art I stuff happen? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. Oh my god! Do you have? I've a, been an artist forever, and it just kind of happens. Zero idea. Zero fool. Where did you happens. um? Where did you do all the art? Was it on Procreate or? Uh yeah, I use Procreate. How about animation stuff? Because I'm trying to know. <laughs> I also use Procreate for that. That's so interesting. I just I, I do it by hand, like single frames, and then just turn it into a an MP4 or a GIF or something like that. And Same with Mush Dudes. Uh, yeah. Damn. Is there a um? Yeah, I use it for everything. I mean, like it's it's a really good program. <laughs> well, do, bro, it's like literally nine ninety nine too. It's so cheap. I ended up getting it for free. I got it back when they just released it, and it was it was free. And what? I still haven't paid for it, so it's, wow. it's been pretty awesome. What the hell? <laughs> you just like took a fat dub on that? I guess so. <laughs> Talk to me about this. But I mean, even if you buy it for 10 bucks, I mean, you sell one thing that you make on there, it pays you back. Yeah, or you work one hour at your job, you get, you get your money back. Yeah, that's kind of how I look at exactly. all things that I invest or like in, invest in or like however you want to say that, like put your money wherever you want is that if you can get something back from it, that's going to help you in life later on. That's worth more than the 20 bucks you just spent. That's kind of how I look at money a lot of times, especially in NFT lands. Like right. talk to me about like, because you just said you've been connected with a lot of artists. You've been on the, the Eden thing. Um, you've been hopping in discords. How much, because I talk about this a lot. How much does interacting with other artists help you in this space if it does uh, it helps a lot um i joined like i i started using my second twitter account the hellspawn twitter a lot more because i you know i was i was only focusing on ethereum related nfts on my other profile mm-hmm. like my main twitter and it was sort of getting cluttered with like you know me talking about either nfts or me talking to friends or, you know, just posting random stuff on there. That's like more just like my Twitter. And then I use the other Twitter for more art related stuff. Um, And because I released all my stuff on soul for that Twitter, um, it's just made it, I guess, a little bit more easy to connect with other artists that are also soul artists. Mm -hmm. And I think that's super valuable because 
one, you're bringing other artists' opinions to the table on your art because you could ask them for advice. You can be like, hey, I know you're an artist. I see your art. Like you upload your art and stuff. I can see it. And I, I think it looks really good. And you're like, can you give me an opinion on this piece? Or like, you know, maybe you join their Discord through their, you know, profile or whatever. And then you can start to talk to people in their Discord. Maybe one of them will see your art and be like, yo, that's super cool. And then they'll hop in your Discord or like they'll they'll buy a piece from you or something like that. And, so, and sometimes people don't even tell you when they buy a piece from you. They just yeah. buy it and it's totally anonymous. And you have no idea. You're just like, oh, I sold something. Okay. Dude, there's collectors who are totally um, anonymous that just buy fucking really expensive art. And they're like, dude, I don't care to tell anyone. It's just my art. Oh, yeah. There's there's in the soul community i've noticed this a lot more than in the the eth communities is there's more of a focus on like one of one art definitely that seems to be a lot more important because i know in in ethereum one of one art does okay i know you do one of one art you do your photography Mm -hmm. and it does all right you know what i mean it only does well for me because the way i described the project and i said this is a long-term hold access key that's the only reason it does well. I right. think it was just one of one NFTs. They were my I think the floor was 0.03 for a super fucking long time or 0.05. Like people don't give a shit really unless there's a reason. Yeah. I I feel like it's really different with Solana. Like the people that I've met through that, they're happy to spend like I don't know. You you see auctions go on for like 40 soul for like a one of one art piece. Yeah. Just because they're like, yeah, I like it mm-hmm. 100%. or something like that. I have a friend of mine um, who just did a uh, an auction, his first auction on Solana. He'd never done an auction before. And he released three pieces and he made $46,000. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh He's my never God. released artwork before. Is he known in the space? How the hell did he? Why did people buy it? Just because it was dope? They liked it. Just because it was cool. Crazy. And it's it's fucking awesome. Is it? Wait, it's, wait. It's I want to see what it looks like after this. Awesome. I'll, yeah, I'll shoot, I'll shoot it to you on Discord. Fire. Well, I mean, I agree with you with the one-on-one. So behind me, the naked noodle girl. I don't know if you can see her. Yeah. She's my she's my big one-of-one. One. She's my big play. I'm never going to sell her unless someone gives me a, million, a billion dollars right. or something. But to own Sydney's <laughs> yeah. first ever one-of-one one piece ever that's like stored on the blockchain, you can track it, you can prove it. It's like a it's, – it's not that it's a flex – but it's like I feel so fucking special that I am the holder. I will always be the holder. Anyone can put this on a hoodie and say they've got the Naked Noodle Girl on a hoodie. But I own Naked right. Noodle Girl, and that's awesome, and that makes me feel special. One. Exactly. And so I think there's something huge, and especially I want to talk to anyone who's listening right now. If you're listening, then you will like want to hear this. Is that if you find an artist early, like I found Matthew, so or like you and I both were like tiny, you know. And so, like, we, oh, yeah. we, we didn't I know had. anything. And um, I just was like, dude, this is sick. I like you. I like the art. I'm going to buy your shit, you know? And that's how it is. You, that's how you find, like, the Fidenza or the next big artist. You find them before. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to buy their shit because if you find them after, all their shit is, like, $50,000. It's like, you know, like, you have to take the chance. And, and for me, it wasn't even taking a chance. I just liked right. you. So I wanted to invest and, and help you out and connect. And we did. And now we're friends. We're doing a fucking podcast together. We're chit-chatting. It's dope, you know? No, exactly. I I don't know. I think I think it's great. I I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. Do you have any uh do you have any one of ones of any other NFT artists that you're like super proud of? 
Uh, let me take a look. I've got my wallet up here. Let me pull it up. Right. So I've got one. I want to pull up mine that too. I actually really like. Yeah, you can here wow. uh, if you can maybe send it in Discord just so I can see it. Yeah. I want, dude. If Solana can come so, out with a freaking mobile wallet, I'd be so happy. <laughs> they they have one. It just came Wait, out the other day. Oh shit! You're right. You're right. You're right. Fire. Phantom Wallet just released um, the other day for App Store Solana or just something. Uh, I think it's. I think you have to go on that. Um, uh, ah shit! What's the name of it? There, there's like that. Before they release it on the App Store, there's like a beta version of it that Apple releases that you can download off their website or whatever. Perfect. I'm really that's what it's in that. right now. Okay, cool. Yeah, I've got um, I've got this one piece from a guy named um, I don't remember what his name is. I feel bad about that. Um, that's right. But I I got it actually pretty recently, and it's it's just this little 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 pixel dude. And there's not there's not much known about it. There's almost no description, and it just looked cool. It yeah. got my attention, and I was like, you know what? I kind of like that, so I bought it, and um, I joined his Discord and stuff. And it's it's kind of cool. I'll show you a picture of it. Okay. It's super simple. It's it just it looks like a logo. It, it just looks nice. Yeah, I liked it when I saw it, and I was like, eh, you know what? Might as well. Well, you know what's so interesting is that a few years ago, like or not even a few a few months ago. Like Discord, it wasn't like a thing until NFTs really blew up, especially once NFT artists started to pick up and people were like, wait, I can actually talk to the artist I just bought from. When I was, when I was like a, a, a fucking YouTube, uh, I just watched YouTube all day, all day long. You couldn't actually talk to any of these YouTubers, right? But like, if you watch my videos, oh, you can yeah, literally yeah. go straight into my Discord and, and chat with me, which is insane. And it's like the best part about buying from NFT artists. I can actually speak to the creator instead of buying from this entity of whatever collectible project. And that's a huge thing for me. And what you just said about um, that piece you bought that didn't really have anything attached to it. It's just something about it caught your eye. I want to say something because earlier when you said that other artists can kind of tell you uh, their perspective on things, I think would be sick of, uh, for your Hellspawn NFT collection because the art is so unique and it's just dope. You could, you could post, since you already posted them, you could in your Discord or somewhere attach a little bit of lore if you're feeling creative one day and say, you know what, that picture reminds me of something and you just attach a little paragraph. So like one of the NFTs I'm giving away right now on my Twitter has an entire paragraph of lore attached to the photo. And that and I didn't even know when right. I bought it, but when I bought it, it like popped up and I was like, whoa. And now I feel so emotionally attached to it. And I think that'd be a great idea for Hellspot, honestly. Yeah, I can do that. That would honestly be pretty cool. I'm not very good at writing, but... I can figure it out. I mean, you don't have to be good at writing. It's just like how, whatever comes to your mind. It can be one sentence. You can be two words. You know what I mean? Um, it could be one word. Um, they have names, right? I forget if, if you like named each one. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah, I think I think it'd be cool. Yeah. Like that's what I want to do with my next set. I want to try and do something a little different. I want to like mix music with art, with photography, with this and that. And I think it'd be so fun. And we're like all in here so early. Like none of us. We all claim to kind of know what we're doing, and we sort of do. But bro, like everyone just started NFTs this year, you know, like everybody basically at 99% of people. Just about. Um, yeah, I was going to say there's there's like that 1% of people that got into it in like 2017 or whatever. <laughs> like, what have you been doing for the last five years? You know what I mean? <laughs> That's what I'm trying to figure out, bro. People are like, oh, about CryptoPunks back then. I'm like, why? Why did you buy it in 2017? Like when I heard about Bitcoin in 2017, I was like, hmm. I don't know about that. Yeah. I, <laughs> 
I, I don't know. I mean, like, I've always been around, like, crypto and stuff. Yeah. I, I've always enjoyed this sort of thing. I mean, like, I remember when I was a kid, I told my mom, you know, invest in Bitcoin. You won't regret it. And then she didn't. Oh, but, you know. damn. Um, yeah. And I, I think what mainly came from it is, like, um, a lot of my friends, like, growing up, were into they had like older brothers and stuff or older sister whatever that was into sort of like crypto before crypto was like big so i kind of got like the early sort of parts of it where i i got to watch it sort of like grow i couldn't really do anything about it because you know i was just like a little kid it's not like i had any money to invest in like bitcoin or whatever but um I, I don't know. I've always kind of been around it. So to me, it wasn't a big, and I, I've always been trading and selling stuff in like video games. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a big, like, I don't know. I play a lot of games and um, I would, uh, I would like buy and sell and trade and all that kind of stuff and try and make as much online currency as I could. And then people started selling things for like, ethereum or for bitcoin stuff like that and that just became kind of the currency that i started to use when it came to like online transactions just so you don't have to give people your paypal exactly because that's usually connected to your email or your name or something like that and if you want to remain anonymous then you gotta kind of watch that sort of stuff and uh so selling with crypto was always a good option so i I probably would, if I looked back, I'd regret some of the purchases I made. Like, you know, I owned like two Bitcoin at one point and oh, I ended no up way. selling them for like, for like fucking nothing. You know what I mean? Because they weren't worth anything at the time. Because I would buy like an Instagram or something like that for, I don't know, 500 bucks, which would be like half a coin or something like that. And yeah. now I look at it and I'm like, oh, that hurt. Oh, I... Oh my god, dude! That's the crazy thing because a lot of people were like, "I shouldn't have sold Bitcoin at a thousand bucks." It's like, well, you didn't know that it was going to turn into this massive thing, right? And like, people, you should exactly. take profits. That's, yeah, that's why. Even for me, I don't really look back at it, and I'm like upset with it. I mean, like, yeah, I think to myself, I'm like, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, yeah. so I can look back and be like, "Oh my god, what am I doing? Like, what the fuck was I thinking?" But. You know, if you look back on it without like worrying about that kind of thing, it's yeah. more, um, it's a little bit easier to think about it. You know, just, yeah, I did that when I was younger. I made some profit, so it was worth it. 100%. Uh, I want to talk about, I want to go back for a second and talk about the video game thing because uh, what I found out through TikTok this year, actually, well, I learned a lot of shit from TikTok, actually, but one of the things I picked up from TikTok is I never really understood gaming and gamers, even though a lot of my friends game a lot. And I would see these TikToks that were like hella wholesome. And they were like uh, the ones where you're like, you get in and you log in at like 10 o'clock. You're like, I'm going to play one game. And then it's like cuts to like 5 a.m. And you're like going logging off. And you're like, man, like I love these yep. people. I love talking to them. And it's like a good escape. For me, I never did video games. Oh, that yeah. was never my escape. I always did YouTube videos. I would play soccer. I would go to the gym. Like that was my kind of escape because I dealt with so much fucking anxiety and social anxiety and like just all the, the mental shit, you know, in my in my head. Was that yep. anything? Is that like a reason you. that you did video games or did you just genuinely like them or? Um, I think when I was younger, it was more just because it was sort of what my friends were doing. Um, I got into playing like MMOs and stuff when I was a kid because mm-hmm. uh, my neighbor played them and his older brother played them. So we all we all played them together. Yeah. 
um, just because it was like, you know, we were playing outside, but we would also, you know, every once in a while hop on the computer, we'd all play, like, we played like World of Warcraft, we played Maple Story, we played um, Grand Chase, we played like all these other games that were like super popular at that time. And um, I don't know, because we, we grew up around the same time, so maybe some people you know probably do i know a lot of people who Um, lost many many years well didn't lose but they they used many years to play world of warcraft that's like a running joke i feel like everywhere exactly um and i still have friends to this day that i've met playing video games like that i met online yeah that i i mean like i'm actually going up in just a couple days to go visit some friends that I met playing Overwatch like seven years ago. Um, yes, let's go. Um, and they turned into some of my best friends that I have. Like I- I've never met them in real life. I yeah. only ever played games with them. But it's to the point where I talk to them sometimes almost more than people that I know in real life. Yeah, dude. It's, and yeah, that's awesome. it's not that I'm saying like I don't have any friends in real life or anything like that. I have so many great friends that I live like not very far from that I can hang out with whenever I want. But it's more like you meet people online and they can become like huge parts of your life because you spend so much time on the computer these days. And it's just a, I don't know, it's, it, it's always just been a way to meet people for me, I guess. Yeah, dude. And that, that that's actually, how I've kind of seen it. It was like that actually opens up something for me, just because I had just flown to see Sydney, who I become close with, just because we did a bunch of shit online together and we talked a lot there. And right. then you, you it's kinda interesting because you're gonna you're gonna deal with this in a, in a couple of days, I guess. Um, when you meet them in real life, you kinda have to unlearn a little bit and relearn because it's a different setting like you're not on a video game where you just log in say what's up and then peace out in a few few hours later like you're with them and it's like a different energy and a totally different vibe like me and sydney were fucking shocked at how different it was when we first met the first two days we had to like acclimate back to being comfortable around each other even though before we were so comfortable you snapchat them you you call them whatever and I, i remember i was just like in shock at how different it was those first couple now it's fine but like the first couple days i was like wow this is this is weirdly more difficult than I thought because now you're there, like you're sitting in the car with them yeah. and you're like, wait, what do I say? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like, I can't just mute my mic and go walk <laughs> to the kitchen and, and grab some water. Like yeah. I, I gotta be like, Oh, wait a second. I'm sitting in the same room as you like, Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for, yeah. Yeah. You just kind of like, for me, I, I, uh, I love to kind of just hang and vibe. Like I, I have no problem vibing and not really talking and sometimes just kind of chilling out. And I think sometimes people get yeah. awkward because they don't, they feel like they have to say something, you know? And so I picked mm-hmm. that up. I was like, no, we can just kind of hang and sit here and just talk and we don't want to pop on our phone for a second, like do this, like play, maybe like, are you going to play video games with them in person? Uh, probably. Yeah. Hell I mean, yeah. I don't That's see awesome. why not. I, I'm actually going up. It's pretty cool. Uh, one of them happens to be having a birthday, like right. as I'm going up. So we're probably going to go out and. Dude, that's gonna you be know, so much have fun. fun for his birthday. I mean, that'll that'll be good. Yeah. How long yeah. have you known them? What I've known these guys for like eight years. It's pretty <sighs> crazy. Seven years, something like that. Wow. So you met them online, like yeah. during World of Warcraft, just chatting, and then you're like, "Yo, let's play some more well, games." And yeah, these guys I actually met. Um, it was a group of three people that I ran into. I was playing with one of my best friends who actually lives like not too far from me, um, and we were we actually go to the same college too. Cool. 
but we were uh, we were playing Overwatch when it had like just launched. I think the game was like a day old or something like that. So this is like 2015 ish. Mm-hmm. Um, the game was like a day old, and I remember I got one of my friends who was old enough to drive, and I was like, "Yo, take me to um, CVS. I need to go buy a like a, a gift card so I can purchase the game." And I bought the game and then I went back to my house and I called up one of my friends. I was like, yo, I just bought that Overwatch game that you were telling me about. Cause he played like the, the beta or whatever. And I was like, yo, I bought this game, like come over, we're going to play. Yeah. And he comes over to my house. We like sit down, we, you know, we got our little laptops. We're like sitting next to each other or we're playing or whatever. And we join a uh, competitive game. And there's just this dude on the other or on our team that is in open chat, just talking shit about the other team. And it was so funny. And so we decided, Hey, you know, like probably like midway through the match, we were like, yo, you guys are cool. You know, we were like talking shit back and forth and just, you know, goofing around. And, um, we were like, yo, you guys are really cool. You want to like, you know, queue up together and play play some more competitive rounds and they were like yes so the our two-man squad and their three-man squad fills out a whole team so we we all like grouped together we started playing we played a couple games we were like yo you guys are really funny you know add me on here so we added each other to our friends list and then uh one of them was like yo we actually have we just downloaded this thing called discord oh my god like download it and join our yeah, and they were like, you want to join our, like, group yeah. or whatever. And This was 2015 we like, yes, also? sure. You know, so, yeah, it was, it was like 2015. I can't yeah. believe Discord's been around that long. Or Holy maybe shit. 20. When did Discord come out? I don't know, this. dude. I, I just found it this year. I, I knew it. It might have been but... later. Um, Let me see. Yeah, it came out in 2015. Wow, dude. That's insane. Um, And they were like... Yeah, they were like, yo, you want to join our Discord? And we were like, yeah, sure. So we, we jump in their Discord, you know, say hey, whatever, join their call. And then we ended up getting off because it was like it was like 3 a.m. or something like that. Yeah. And uh, we started playing with them more and more and more and just like talking in the group chat and everything. Eventually, we started just talking like about things that weren't related to video games. And then the Discord that we had ended up growing to about like 500 people or something. Whoa of just people we met like playing games we just add them if we like them we'd be like yo join our discord you know this and um so it started out with a core of like 10 people probably and then just expanded to like 500 people and the discord still like we still use it and i you know i've just been friends with these guys forever so it's it's cool to finally you know get to actually go hang out with them i've been putting it off for years I keep telling them, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to come up and visit this year. Yeah, I'm going to come up and visit this year. And then I never do because yeah. it's like either I get too busy with like school or they get busy because they're a little bit older. Uh, I think um, one's like 25, another one's like 23 or 24, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, they have like jobs and stuff. They're out of college, out of school. Yeah. You know, they, get, they got like jobs and stuff. And I'm just finishing up college. So it's mm-hmm. like. I haven't gotten to that point yet. And so I have, they have a lot of time, but I also have a lot of time, mm-hmm. but it's just at different times. You know I what understand. I mean? Yeah. It's, it's hard to fucking do. Yeah. Though. So it, 
Yeah. So scheduling is always an issue, but I finally found a time that works and they found a time that works. And so we were like, we have to do this now. I love this. I love that. Yeah. It's so crazy when you, to, to look back at some of your closest friends and to see where the seed happened and you're like, damn, you know, like my, like Devin, one of my best friends, we met him at the gym at planet fitness in 2017 or something. I just saw him at the gym a couple uh-huh. times. I was like, yo, like we went to, we played soccer together back in high school. Like let's do a couple workouts together. So we like started working out. And then like over time we just started to work out every day. And then like, I got a girlfriend, he had a girlfriend. We started doing double dates and then we would go hang out here and there. And it just like grew. And now he's like one of my closest friends. And it's just unreal thinking about that. And I'm so, it's so interesting or not interesting. It's so just amazing hearing like that story from you. And it's fucking beautiful. Yeah. I'm so excited that you're going to go see them in real life, dude. Oh, dude, you have no idea. I'm I'm super excited. Man, that's that is so exciting, and that's like what life is about. Like for me, one thing I haven't, I guess I really haven't said this, but it's been one of my ideas in my head since I went and visited Sydney. I was like, you know, that was cool as fuck. Like I'd be down to go fly to every single artist I've ever bought from, actually. And like Lisa is in fucking Australia, and I was like, dude, I wouldn't mind going to Australia, you know. And if my YouTube shit picks yeah, that'd up, be pretty cool. to, yeah, to where I want if I got YouTube money, bro, I'm going to be traveling, you know? And so I don't know where you're at yeah, right oh, now, but shit. I mean, if you got, if you got YouTube money, I'm mean, like, <laughs> damn. Okay. Exactly, bro. I'm going to, I want to start streaming on Twitch and uh, I'm going to do a little bit of art stuff there. And then like, I don't know what else I want to stream, but I want to start streaming on Twitch and just get into that world right. because I like, I have right. done a few review video or not reviews, some reaction videos on my YouTube channel. People seem to like it. And so I was like, am I might start now and just see where it takes me? Like how we were just saying, like, you never know where it's going to turn into. You just kind of do stuff. Right. But. Right. Uh, that's actually pretty funny that you mentioned that is um, one of my, uh, one of the discords I'm in uh, called the platoon DAO. I actually made a YouTube video on it. Um, they are, there are some of these people that I met. They are some of the nicest people on the planet. I fucking love those guys. We got a really small community. I mean, it's like 3000 people. Um, and it's, well, that's not really small, but you know, it's, it's there, there's like a small, small, like core group of, yeah. I mean, there's like a small core group of people that have been there like since it started. Mm. Um, I was lucky enough that one of my buddies, Chunky, that I met from a totally different project and I met him on Twitter. Um, he just sent me an invite, like right when they made the discord, he was like, yo, come join this. You know, I'm trying to get a ton of people in here. He's like, it's going to be so cool. And then the discord like didn't grow that much for the first like week or something. So it was just like probably like 30 of us in this little group. (laughs) And we were just all like goofing off and like clowning on projects we didn't (laughs) like. And like, um, you know, just, you know, shooting the shit and just having a good time. And then like all of a sudden shit just started blowing up and now it's got like 3000 plus people in it. It's got like, you know, um, the founders of it are like, getting to the point where they're you know like ten thousand plus followers on twitter and like all this other stuff so they're they're like growing like fast and i'm actually a mod in there now i i got promoted to mod like two weeks ago or something um and there it's just like this great group of people and just like you talking about like going to visit people and stuff, just like jump that into my mind. I was like, man, I would love to go like have like a real life, like get together with these people. Absolutely. Like I fucking love these guys. Absolutely dude. Yeah. And it's just, it's just different when you talk like right now, just you and me talk like, it's not, this isn't real life, but it's a step forward from what it was an hour ago. You know, we were just like on discord back yeah. and forth up until 
you know, today I haven't actually spoken to you. Yeah, it's crazy. I've only ever typed. We've never had a Discord call or anything, and it just feels kind of natural, like because yeah. I I already know like kind of how you are or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's weird because uh, since I'm on YouTube. I guess if people like, for example, if I go to NYC NFT next year and say I have a million subscribers mm-hmm. or something like that, and people were to recognize me, it would be strange because I don't know them, but they absolutely know who I am because I'm just putting myself out there. And I'm like, that's going to be really interesting right. because they're going to, it'll be cool. It'll be really cool. It's just going to be strange. Cause I'm going to be like, damn, I wish I could know all of you. You know what I mean? But it's, it's, this is yeah. all I can do. Like I can talk to the artist. That's how I wanted to start this. Who knows where it'll take me. You know, it might start as this thing, right. this fun little thing where I get to connect with the people who I bought art from that I love and just to talk to them. And it might turn to some crazy thing where maybe people jump in and say, wait, we want to do this. And then like some company says, wait, we want to like, we love this thing you're doing. Let's, let's like partner up and do this crazy thing. And then maybe it's like, okay, we're going to, I'm going to fly to Matthew and fly. And what's it called? Uh, something Emirates uh, plane ticket is like, you know what? We're going to send you and Matthew to Disneyland. You know, we're going to pay for your hotel. And like, that's the kind of crazy shit that can happen. Okay. So <laughs> yeah, for real. I mean, yeah. yo, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind that. Um, <laughs> no, yeah. The, I, I plan on going to, uh, NFT NYC next year as well. There's a lot um, of people going. I, think. I, I was actually planning on going this year, mm-hmm. but I just, COVID kind of had me a little bit worried about it with like a ton of people in a room like that in like that small of an area especially in like new york because it was still like really bad there yeah true um i mean it's it's really bad where i'm at too because just like you know i mean it's it's bad in every like big city right or whatever uh, i think if i could have gone back i would have gone if i if i had been able to but um are you in any of those projects that like I definitely want to go next year. did crazy shit like i know creature world and like uh, a few other projects did like some big events I don't own any like major projects. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I owned a funk for a while um, and I ended up selling him. Oh, yeah. Dang. Um, sadly, I, I kind of was just like, I need the money. Yeah. So I was like, I am already like six times in what I put into it. Hell yes. So that's awesome. I, I was just sort of like, I could hold this and I really enjoy the community and everything. I'm still like really big in the, in the funk community. Like I still talk to all of them on Twitter. I still am liking their tweets. They like my tweets. We, we talk in like DMS, you know, I join spaces, all that kind of stuff. Um, but I just don't own one anymore. I mean, and you can um, buy back in later, and, you know? Yeah. I, I plan on probably doing that because the floor is going down again. So I it might will. pick one up at yeah. some point if I'm able to, um, I also I tried to get into Clone X, mm-hmm. um, me too, <laughs> before it dropped, but <laughs> I didn't yeah. didn't get a whitelist. So it's impossible, dude. Yeah, um, I think a couple of my friends did. Really? And, yeah, and I'm just like, I was like, dude, you're so lucky. Yeah. I tried to get one so hard. Yeah, and it's, it's um, fucking, honestly, dude, I hate the fucking way projects are doing this because in the beginning it was fine you know it was new but now everyone's doing these stupid whitelist things like be active in the discord i'm like bro that's dumb like that's not how you actually get holders because the second the project drops everyone turns into a flipper you know what i mean and it's because they're not yeah. doing the brand right like i don't actually feel connected to hate beast even though i'm chatting in there all the time or like if i, if I was chatting in there right. all the time the difference is like a project like do, do you did you pay attention to neo tokyo 
Yeah, I love Neo Tokyo. Yeah, it's it's a dope thing. They yeah. made it a very emotionally invested project because it was hard to get in, but anyone could do it, right? Everyone had an even space, but it yep. wasn't bullshit. And so for my project, I have an idea like Neo Tokyo, but it's not going to be it's not going to be a riddles and like crazy scavenger hunts online. It's going to be something more like what we did and how I do in all my giveaways, where I say, "Tell me exactly what joys means to you and how you're integrating some of the messages and visions I have into your own life." And I want to have it more like that, where it doesn't have to be super hard. But you get emotionally invested in the brand and the idea to where you're like, why the fuck would I ever right. sell that? I would never sell that because if I sell, I can't be part of the brand. And that's how I think projects need to do this because it just like what I mean, what what is this? Every project drops and within five minutes, the floor is done like a, a negative four X immediately. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's it's exactly like the biggest one of the biggest ones that I, I actually minted one of those. Uh... Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, I got on the whitelist for that and um, I ended up minting one and I flipped it immediately. Exactly, so I was dude. like, yeah. this community is garbage. Yeah. Like they, yeah. Okay. So like the devs, yeah, they're pretty cool. I mean, they, but they don't, they don't engage with people. All they do is farm engagement. Yeah. Yep. All they care about is, can I get 10,000 retweets on this or 10,000 likes on this? And then I'll throw in a promotion that makes me more money yeah. on top of this. And they, I, I hate to like throw shade, but they're kind of scumbags. There's their mint price was 0.2. ETH. That's a lot. And you look at a very similar product. I hate to relate these two projects, but they minted the same day. So, you know, was- yes, I do. Everyone's been talking about it. So yeah, like, so that project had a 0.08 mint mm-hmm. and minted on the same day, had similar amount of people following, similar, you know, sort of style of project, sort of like in the, in the grand scheme of things, their marketing techniques were quite similar. And that project is doing so much better than MTG because MTG has a very trash base. Mm-hmm. It's art looks like a knockoff it has devs that don't actually well i don't know about the devs but the owners at least do not actually care about the project you can tell it's so obvious and <laughs> that threw me off you picking up that huge water bottle <laughs> this thing's a fucking amazing dude. <laughs> oh my god also we're gonna we're gonna blur like, out the mtg we're just gonna blur out the name of it we'll, t- yeah. we'll keep psychedelics anonymous but we'll just blur that out so you don't get like hounded by the devs they come back and they're like I, fuck you fuck, man i don't care <laughs> yeah come at me guys come on come on <laughs> fuck it whatever um no you don't even have to add that in i just i started going on a rant i'm no, sorry I, th- I think it's important like, it's important to talk about that actually so we'll keep that in we'll just blur out their name yeah okay yeah that shit just pissed me off i don't know i don't know what it was like it like when I minted one, I was even considering not minting one yesterday because I was sitting there and I was talking in in the Discord that I'm in, and I was like, "Do you guys think I should mint one of these?" And they're like, "Why not?" And I'm like, "Cause it feels so ungenuine." Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's it's not like they're giving. There's no like genuine connection between like the developers, the art team, yep. and the people buying the project. It's all just about how much money can I make. <laughs> And then seeing them announce the mint price so late yeah. as they did, 0.22, and bad. then say, "Yeah, it's 0.2 ETH," you're like, "Are you joking?" Yeah, I mean, that's, and the that's floor is sitting with, at like like 0.3. Yeah, well, with Mechaverse, the same shit, dude. I think it was expensive mint, 
and it did very well in the beginning just because it had so much attention, but then it fucking crashed, and then everyone yeah. joked on it and clowned on it. It's because they didn't do the things right. They focused, like, here's what I'm seeing a lot in the NFT projects. They'll mint, and they'll say, oh, fuck, we didn't sell out, and everyone's panicking. Oh my god, it didn't sell out. Fuck, it's over, and I'm like, wait, 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 hold on. But you were invested in this project, you said, and you love the community. Why does it matter if they sold out or if the floor? It shouldn't matter, right? But they're like, ah, oh, and they're all moon boys, and they go, well, if it didn't do a 25x, uh, then it's over. And I'm like, okay, so answer me this. If it did go to 10 ETH, are you selling both of them and you're out? Or what is what happens if everything goes right? And I don't, I don't think anyone actually thinks about that. The moon boys, at least, aren't thinking about that. And that's why I don't talk about new projects right. as much. Because I'm like, bro, it's all bullshit. Almost... Almost 0% of projects are doing it right from the beginning. Almost zero. Honestly, from all every single project that exists right now, almost none of them did it right. I'm going to do it right because I'm going to take forever oh, yeah. to do it. And I am prioritizing uh, how you just said, a genuine connection. When I do any giveaway, I like DM them and I'm like, dude, thank you so much. Or, I'll, or like in my in my Joyage, my Joyage or Holder account, we just did a giveaway in there. And I was like, hey, I want you to tell me, I want you to answer these three questions that are very personal and I want you to open up. And I want to learn about you. And so when uh, Jim won, I DM'd him. We had a little chat. And like I feel so connected to him. And he feels connected to me. And when I drop an NFT, no question he's going to buy it. No question he's not going to sell it because we have that real connection. Um, and yeah, that's you, how you do you it. You have a connection with somebody. 100%, yeah. dude. 100%. That, that's, that's how I'm like, I, I want my projects to go. Like the one that I haven't announced yet that I'm going to invite you into the Discord for um, is more like that i'm trying to get it's going to be a very small collection um like very small and it's only going to be like i don't know if there's going to be incentive of like reselling them mm -hmm. you know what i mean because i'm gonna that. make it yeah. so that I, i'm gonna make it so anyone can play the game mm -hmm. so what what i want to do is i don't i haven't quite decided so I've been talking, uh, I talked to a developer, not Ben talking. I talked to him once. Um, I just asked him a few questions about like, how realistic is this? How possible is this? Sure. So for the game, it's going to be, we, we haven't decided yet if it's going to be a mobile game or if it's going to be like an on the computer game. But I'm doing all the level design, all the sprites, all the animation, all of that stuff by hand. That's, I'm doing all of it. Wow. And what we're going to do is if you buy the little profile picture, you know, NFT thing, you get the first 25 people that mint are going to get an art book that's like 50 pages long. Yes. And it's going to have yes. it's going to have character designs. It's going to have alpha stage designs of like levels. It's going to have maps. It's going to have all this cool shit. It's going to be like 50 pages long and you're going to get a digital copy of it. And we're going to airdrop those to the first 50 people or first 25 people that, um, that meant. And then I'm also just going to release a copy of it that people can look at yeah. if they want to, like, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to like keep it sure. so that people can't see it. Sure. You know what I mean? Um, but you just won't own it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, and then like the actual game itself is you're going to have, so whichever profile picture you get from the mint, there's going to be like 10 different character sprites or like eight different character sprites or something. And once you get your profile picture, depending on what kind of character you get, depends on the kind of sprite that you get. Mm. And then what I want you to be able to do is upload your sprite to the game so you can play 
as that guy or girl or whatever you get in the actual game. It's exciting, dude. That's why I'm keeping it very small so that I don't overwork myself and want to absolutely die (laughs) while I work on it. Um, And it's, it's, and I know people are always like, Oh, but what's the incentive of like getting the game? You know what I mean? And I haven't quite decided on that. I was talking with somebody about it. He suggested doing, and he's got a lot of experience doing projects. I won't like name him in case he doesn't want to be named or anything like that. But um, he's worked with a ton of different projects. And um, he was like, well, a lot of people want like a currency that can get you rewards. And so I was thinking maybe you can use it because the game is going to be a single player game. It's not going to be something where you can lose your NFT. It's not going to be something where you have to like stake it or anything like that. You can just play the game. And I was thinking about having like a leaderboard for like how fast you beat it, what score you get. And you get a certain amount of currency for like beating a, a score or something like that on the leaderboards. And then you can use that to like buy an art book or like buy skins for your character or like whatever you want to do. So it doesn't technically have like any value, but it has like, you can put it back into the game sort of thing. Well, it's one of those things, like if you do the branding right and people want to play the game, you don't have to have an incentive like that. Like that's my goal with my, like I want a game too at some point. I want it to be as big as Pokemon. I want it to be a game similar to Pokemon where it's an adventure style. But I want it to be so intricate. Like, you know those um, those shows on, like, Netflix where it's, like, interactive. You can choose this option, this one, or this one, and it'll take you on a different timeline? Yeah. I wanted that. I want Pokemon, and I want, like, you know, you have there's, like, one objective to beat the game, right? But I want there to be, like, 25. So I want people to play the game and just like playing the game. Because I play Pokemon because I want to play Pokemon. You know what I mean? Like, I don't play the game because I need to yeah, win exactly. something or this or that. If you do the branding right, you get a lore, you get some storyline, you, you maybe you make, like, an animated TV show. Like, I'm doing all these different things. It's taking forever because i got to learn all this stuff from, from scratch. But you build and you talk to your community. And, like, th- for example, this video, like, I hope you literally download this video once I upload it and just post it on your YouTube channel, you know, or clip it up and say, this is what I'm talking about here. Yeah. This is what I mean here. And if you do that and people start to be like, dude, fuck yeah, I want to be part of that. That's all you need. You need people emotionally in. And then you don't have to really, I mean, then you can kind of have flexibility to do whatever. You're like, okay, guys, you know what? If you're the first 25, you get to send in, you know, once every quarter, like some ideas that you have. Because I want to hear from you because you're you're like the people playing the game. And that's the best part of NFT projects right. is we're all building together and it's fun. Oh, yeah. No, that that's something that I really like about the NFT space that opposed to like just doing art. Like mm-hmm. if I went to like, try and sell art at like a gallery or at like an art show or something like that you know you're not gonna make money yeah like it's so it's so tough because there's all these other people in the same room that are competing for the same customers Mm -hmm. and it's not like the internet where you can get people from all over the world from all different cultures from all different places all come into one place and you you won't find that that dude that's got like a bazillion dollars he made off crypto that's just like oh yeah let me just buy this and just fucking bid like you know a a hundred thousand dollars on your art piece or whatever and you're just like oh my god the guy's like pennies yeah yeah you know what i mean yeah it just like doesn't happen in real life you know what i mean like 
but in on online and like in the nft space that kind of shit can happen i mean like 100%. i told you about my buddy that sold out of his art project this his first release ever and the guy made like forty thousand dollars god damn like that's insane yeah dude it's uh, and we're... to be a small artist mm-hmm. and be able to do that is like you can sustain yourself on that like are, that's are more than some people make in a year yeah, dude, 100%. Yeah. People are underestimating the space. People, well, they're not underestimating it. They're just thinking about the wrong shit. Like, that's why I'm having this conversation with you. I feel like if anyone listening to this conversation, if you're listening to this conversation right now, there's no way you didn't just learn something. About the last 20 minutes we just talked about, there's certain things that if you can apply to your knowledge of your brain and stuff and apply it to your own project mm-hmm. or, and however you're looking at NFTs, it will help you. You know, when you know that brand is the most important thing and personal branding is the most important thing and it will is more important than the floor it's more important than your holders what matters is that at an individual level each person right because when you when i make a youtube video only one person is technically watching it at a time right so it's, a, it's an individual connection i have with one viewer to watching it and so it's not like yeah. like i put i put this as an example in one of my videos i was like i don't care if you matt care about gary v because i care about gary v I don't give a shit about the community. Right. It doesn't matter. Like I have a connection with Gary V. I like Gary V. It doesn't matter, right? And so that's the most important thing. And right. I think people forget that that's what community actually means. They're like, no, no, the community's great. I'm like, really? What about when the floor takes a dip and everyone bumps out of the project and they're all talking shit, you know? Everybody panic sells and uh, <sighs> talks shit about the project. Yeah. Yeah. When the floor crashes. That's why my channel exists, bro. I was like, these newbies are coming in and they think it's something that it's not, you know? And those people are going to lose all their money just like I did. I lost, I, I'm probably not going to have to pay tax on NFTs literally because I lost all my money on NFTs first. And I'm probably, I, I'm not going to, either. I'm probably I'm, not going to have a, a lot of money. In taxes. In yeah. <laughs> you don't have to pay tax. I if you don't big make in money. the hole right now. <laughs> yeah. I haven't made money. So yeah, <laughs> we'll, it's hard. we'll see about that. It's hard, bro. That's it's why I started making hard. videos about it. Yeah. But, I like, I made a video a while ago. I don't mean to plug this, but I made a video a while ago about, um, my top 10 favorite NFT projects. Uh, I would change some of those now because <laughs> more have come in that I'm been like, okay, wait, I think I actually like that more. Yeah. But at the time they were my top 10 favorites. And I don't know. I, some of them I still really like and support. I mean, I don't even own a lot of NFTs. Like I, I don't own very many because I'm also, you know, broken in college. So it's not like I have a, ton of money to just you know i have like rent i have classes i have all that other kind mm-hmm. of stuff that i have to pay so it's not like i have all this time to and money that's like super disposable yeah um but a lot of those projects i watch just as like a spectator yeah almost and i just try and you know sort of figure out like okay this is what they're doing this is their message this is what they're trying to do and that was why I put them on that list, because at least at the time, they matched all the things that I was looking for in a good project. And I wanted something to recommend to people. Because um, I have people that ask me, like, you know, real life friends or people I meet online that I just know that aren't through like NFTs or anything like that. They always come to me and they're like, yo, you're the guy that knows all the stuff about like the new like online stuff. And so they come to me and they ask me like, what do you think about this NFT? Or like, what, what is, what's your opinion on this project? And I'm like, I've never heard of it. Let yeah. me do some research on it. And, you know, or I'll tell them, why don't you try and do some research on it? If it matches like 
what you want out of a project or like what you want out of art or something like that, then go for it. Yeah. hundred percent, dude. Well, and the thing is like shit changes, you know, there's projects that I was really amped about a couple of weeks ago, but in NFT land, dude, two weeks is two years. Let's just be honest. Two weeks is two years. Yeah. In NFT land. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Oh, hundred percent. It's weird. It's, it's, it's literally weird. It makes no sense that a month and a half ago I was door dashing 12 hours a day, making YouTube videos a night and not sleeping and doing it again. Like that was my life. That was the reality a month and a half ago or two months ago, whatever it was. And now I feel like I've been here. I'm yeah. like a veteran. I'm like a vet. I'm like, bro, I've seen it all, you know, <laughs> <laughs> veteran NFT collector here. Oh my God. It's, it's just weird, bro. It's whack. And, uh, the good thing is what you just said about observing as a spectator. That's what I do. I'm a spectator. There's a lot of projects I think are interesting that I don't invest in for various reasons. One of the ones is a fucking conflict of interest. Now I'm a YouTuber about, about NFTs that are assets. If I own this asset and I say, this is dope. That's cheating in my opinion. So there is a big announcement coming yeah. soon that I'm not going to say yet, but there is an announcement coming soon that I think people are going to be excited about. That makes me sick to my stomach. Um, personally, it makes me sick because I'm going to take an L, but everyone else is going to take a dub. Um, but it's a conflict of interest for me, you know, and so I can't own these NFTs anymore. That's cheating, in my opinion. There's a lot of, like, for example, I'm going to talk about this in the video coming up, but there's a YouTuber that I respected that just made a video saying this project is going to be the project of 2022 for these reasons. At the end of the video, he goes, by the way, I'm on the team. By the way, I probably, he didn't say this, but probably I have 150 mints that I got for free. That's fucking yeah, cheating. Yeah. That is bullshit. And I lost all respect. I unsubscribed and I was like, dude, fuck you. That's, I can't participate in that. And so for me, that's the same. And, and right. the, the closing point there was that as a spectator and as a creator for yourself and as for me, you can look at projects and say, damn, I wish they did this. I wish this is what they did instead. And you can apply it to your own project and say, this is how I'm going to make my fans and my supporters very happy because this is what I wanted to see. Right. Right, right, right. Mic drop, you know. No, I'm, I'm totally with you on that. I mean, like... There's there's plenty of people that follow what influencers and what like YouTubers say when it yeah. comes to like if they say a project is good, people are going to go and invest in that project because they're like, oh, my favorite YouTuber said it was good. So that yeah. means it's good. It doesn't mean it's good. It means exactly. that 99% of the time they have a stake in the project and they're like, if this project does well, I make a shit ton of money. Yep. I'm going to promote the shit out of this. So I can make as much as I can off of it. I, I don't mind when people do like sponsored videos. Like if yeah. you get sponsored, I know you do sponsored videos. Yeah. They're like, reviews. Didn't though. you do They're all one reviews for, stuff. um, are you yeah. talking about subducts? Like my long term like, sponsor? No. Didn't you do one for, um, that elves project or whatever? I, I have, yeah. There's, there's a bunch of new commission videos that I, or uh, commission based videos, but for all new projects. And all I do is I'm like, hey, I'm not going to promote your video. I'm not even going to tell them to mint. I'm just going to go through your project. And that's literally it. And so they pay me to okay. do that. So, yeah. Okay. I, I was a little bit confused because I, I remember in like one of your videos, you said like, oh, this is sponsored by like this or like this is a whatever. Um, but like, I don't think that's a negative thing to get sponsored by an NFT or Agreed. a project to talk about it. I, I think that's totally fine. Like you are just expanding your brand. You're like, okay, I want to make reviews or I want to do something that revolves around this project. I may not own the project. Or if you do at the beginning of the video or something, you go disclosure, I own yeah. some of this project. So I'm biased. Right. That's and fair. then it'll help people. It'll help people like start to understand more. Like, 
yeah, you're not just pumping your own bags. Like you're not like, oh yeah, like go invest in this project. By the way, I own one. You know, you're coming out straight at the beginning and you're like, disclaimer, I own some of these. So if you invest, invest at your own risk. Yep. And and the thing is with that. That I think is fine. It's fine, except like, so for example, Alex Becker, Journey Crypto. They talked about Board Ape Yacht Club. They talked about Doge Pound and some other projects, right? They own a lot of them. Right. And they said in the videos, hey, by the way, if you pump this shit up, I'm going to dump on you. One, I st- even though I respect that they said that, I still think that's cheating because you just made a bunch of money because you artificially inflated the price. And so for me, the only reason right. I held myself to a different standard is because I'm a buy and hold. I never sold any NFT that I talked about. They're all still in my wallet. They wrote up and they wrote down, right? And so for me, I was like, well, right. hold on. If I'm not going to fucking sell them, why do I even have them? You know what I mean? And so that's like the announcement basically is going to be, I'm giving away all my NFTs, hundred percent of them, except for my art ones. I'm giving away all the collectibles. I just can't, I can't own them. There's no reason to own them. You know what I mean? Like I might as well just give them to someone else and they can just have them. And for me, like long-term, right. that's, that's just makes sense with my brand. And I don't agree. Cause I just made that video with Gary V uh, about him, like potentially being like a market manipulator. And that video, I'm not saying he is or isn't. Right. I'm just saying that video is really interesting because it, there's a lot of truth in the sense that if Gary V tells Logan Paul to pump up NFTs and CryptoPunks is the big NFT project, which he has a 50 of them. That's cheating because right. you sold them. Right. And I, I don't, that's not something I want to do. I don't want to contribute to that. So yeah. I'm hoping to make this like a, you don't want to artificially inflate something. And you can't oh, help. Sorry. It. I didn't mean to cut you off. I thought you were. No, no, no. That, yeah. no you're exactly right. Like, it's, it's cheating. Yeah. I, I completely agree. I mean, like, like I said, if, if there's a project that I'm really passionate about that I really like, and I want to make a video on it just to like make a video, mm-hmm. I'll do it. Like, even if I, if I own one, I'll say it at the beginning yeah. and I know you're, you're not going to do that, but I would do that. I'm not trying to artificially inflate. I'm like you, I hold everything. I've the only NFT I've ever sold is the one that I talked about earlier. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Because I was like, you know what? I want a quick flip. I need to make some money. Bam. Easy. But other projects that I like actually like, yeah. I hold. I have this one project that I made a video about, like, I want to say like four weeks ago or something. And I'm still holding my three. That project crashed and burned harder than anything I've ever seen. It is half the mint price to buy in. Damn. Damn. And I still am holding my three. I'm like, you know what? I liked the project. I liked the devs. I liked the art. I'm going to hold it. I was like, I don't care if it's not worth literally yeah. anything anymore. I think it's worth like $40 now. <laughs> There's a lot of shit like that. I probably that. paid like, yeah. Um, yeah. I probably paid like 500 bucks for yeah, it or yeah. something like that. And it's yeah. worth like $40. But Dude, for me, yeah, I don't like know. I, I, so I, I'm not going to give away, oh, I guess let me rephrase. I'm not going to give away hundred percent of them. There's a couple that I'm going to keep but they're only because I need them for something and I'm not going to sell them anyway. Like for example, like I'm going to keep my Evaverse, my colony and my Bungie and probably my, poly- my polygons and Bungie right. are because they're art to me. Like I, I view them as just art. I don't view them as a project like that. And the Evaverse and colony I need right. because I'm going to stream and I need to have an NFT to stream it. And so I'm just going to keep like one of those, but they'll, ne- they'll literally never, I'll either give them away or I'll never sell them. And so that makes me feel a little bit better because I can make any video I want now. And it's not a conflict of interest. I, I just think that even if you right. do tell them, and then you sell it ever. If, if you're a YouTuber and you're trying to be a YouTuber, influencer person, whatever, then it's a conflict. If you're making YouTube videos every now and then and you're just doing this for fun, that's totally different. If you're trying to be a NFT YouTuber, 
I think every single NFT YouTuber is making content about it consistently has to think about what I just said. And, and I'm hoping other NFT YouTubers come out and join me in this because it's, yeah. I just think it's important. And I think like for me, I was like in the video, I'm going to be like, look, this is an apology coming from all NFT YouTubers because I guilty of this too. I pumped up my own projects. I never sold them. So I wasn't a piece of shit about it, but I pumped up my projects basically, <laughs> you know? And I was like, that's not really fair to my audience because y'all are the ones taking L's if I do something stupid. And so for me, this is like not an apology, right. but it's kind of like, let me just give back and restart here. And like, for me, like I'm going to have my own brand is my thing now. Like that's where I spend my money. You know, I'm not buying NFT projects left and right yeah. anyways. So it's like, who the fuck cares? Yeah. So no, I, I completely, I completely see where you're coming from with that. And I, I agreed like on most of it. I'm like, yeah, I, I don't like to see, you know, if, if you are telling people to get something or to like, or to like invest in your project or something, and then it goes south, you're going to be sitting there with a bunch of angry people. And you're just going to be like, sorry, I took your exactly. million and a half dollar. Like, you know, like, yeah. and like, sorry. and likely they sold right when the project pumped and now they're out with all this money and all their supporters are fucked. Yeah. And, and their supporters are like, Oh, I'm holding for the long run. And they're just like, God, you're so stupid. They, like, they, they don't want to believe that their supporter would do that to them. They're like, no way, no way that YouTuber would do that for me. Like there's no way. And they, they're just like blindly following them. Yeah, that's why I've never really understood that. I mean, there are YouTubers that I watch like regularly. I actually, I, I'll admit this to you on here. I don't watch any NFT YouTubers except I occasionally watch your videos when they upload because I have notifications on for Let's you. Go. So I, Let's go. I actually, I, I, I watch them. Um, but I can't say I watch the whole thing all the time. Like sometimes I'll just turn it on in the background and I'll be like, you know, like drawing or something, and I'll be like, "Oh, Kate uploaded a yeah, new yeah. video. Let me, let me, let me." I mean, I make so many out. videos. I don't, um, that's totally fine. <laughs> yeah, but like ninety nine percent of the content I watch has nothing to do with art. Mm -hmm. It also has nothing to do with NFTs. Interesting. Ninety nine percent of the content I watch is fighting game stuff. I'm a, I'm a big fighting game guy. Yeah. Like, I play like fighters. I play like Guilty Gear. I play Blas Blue. I play like all these games, and nobody would know that about me unless you asked. Yeah. But I think that's why, because a lot of those YouTubers that I watch at least aren't trying to sell you anything. Exactly. Yes. They're exactly. not trying to, they're not trying to make you buy something. All they're doing is playing a game. Yep. You know, it's, it's like a totally different kind of feeling to right, it. Right. Exactly. Because I've watched, I've watched some NFT YouTubers. Like I, I've watched, I don't, I'm not going to name any because fuck, I don't know. Um, but I've, I've like looked it up and tried to, you know, get more into it. Mm -hmm. And I just realized that like a lot of these YouTubers are just like, oh yeah, this project is going to do amazing. And they're like, but ignore the fact that in my wallet, I own 500 of the 10,000 supplies. So if you buy them, I make money, you know? That's, that's where like, my channel started, dude. I literally like every time I get a promotional offer, I tell them, no, I say, I don't do promotions. I only do reviews. I don't want more money if you get yeah. more mints. That's not my goal. I tell them at the end, like what, like one project I did a review on, they paid me and then told me don't upload the video. It's not bullish enough. It doesn't make us sound good enough. And I was like, you know, my goal is not to make you sell you out your project. My goal is to literally look at what you have and just read it. Like that's literally it. You're paying for my it. exposure. That's what you're paying for. You're not paying for me to shill it. And so right. that, that makes me feel a little bit better inside. 
um, because I'm just covering, and honestly, like people want new projects covered anyway. So like, it helps everybody. I don't tell them to buy it. I think it's like the only way it can work. And so anyone who does promotional stuff where it's dependent on them selling more, I think that's a conflict of interest and I'd lose respect from those YouTubers just because that's not fair. Like that's, unless you're going to give away all the money or something, like it's just not fair. Yeah. I feel like we've been kicked at that horse. I I do understand from like, oh, I do understand like from some YouTubers, like if you're, if you're doing it as like a full-time job, like, and you need to pay bills and stuff and say, say you're, you're like a YouTuber, you got like 50,000 subs or something like that. And you're trying to make it a full-time job. Like say you're in college or you like just graduated, you know, you, you need money and someone comes up to you and they're just like, yo, do a promotion for this. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why a lot of YouTubers put that like hashtag ad or put yeah. like, you know, this is an advertisement. Like they are paying me to be nice about this project. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with like raid shadow legends, yep. you know, like nobody actually plays that <laughs> game, but like every single I haven't. I haven't either. <laughs> yeah, I, I've never played it. That's what I'm saying. I don't think anyone has actually ever played it, but I can't even begin to imagine the amount of times that I have seen YouTubers say, like, go download Raid Shadow Legends. It's an awesome game. Yeah. I play it all the time. It's like you ask anybody, and they're like, no, I've never actually played Raid Shadow Legends, yeah. but everybody knows about Raid Shadow Legends. Yep. It's because they go to, like, every YouTuber yeah. ever, and they're like, yo, pump our bags, shill this shit. Like, yeah. we want all the players. Well, what you Even said if they log that, in once, we make money. Well, what you said about that, I agree. I understand that people need to make money. I understand that YouTubers do these things. I get it. I, I've been watching YouTube forever. I understand that. I still think yeah. that I, what I want to do, I'm not trying to hold myself at a... I want to raise the bar. I want people to have a message that they believe in on their channel and they don't leave that for money, especially short-term cash grabs. For example, like... Right. There's a lot of new projects now that come to me and say, hey, we don't want a promo, we want a review. And I'm like, damn, bro, that's awesome. That's great because that's what I wanted, yeah. you know? And for me, I think there's a lot of YouTubers out there that could do better. I think that I, for me, I'm like, look, yes, you can do your promotion. Just know that the supporters that are supporting you are the ones taking L's when you do a promotion because you're likely going to pump your bags and sell them. If that's happening, I just don't think that's good enough because I'm in this space now and I want to raise the bar. And I say, how about this? Why don't you have a message and you don't accept offers unless it's that. And in a couple of years, all the sponsorships that come to you will know that about you and won't offer a promotion. They'll say, hey, we just want you to cover us, period. We don't want to give you extra money if they sell. I don't, it doesn't matter how many you sell. Like That's not what I'm about. Like My sponsorships in the future, I don't want it to be like, okay, we'll give you this much money if you sell this many. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm here to just be brutally fucking honest and transparent. You can just be in the video, but I'm not here to show your shit. I don't care what brand you are. I don't care if it's Sony that comes to me and says, we need you to sell this many. I'm like, no, suck a dick. I'm just going to use the camera and talk about it, and that's it. And I can stay true to that, and projects eventually will say, okay, that's what Cade's about. We're paying for that. We're not paying for a promotion, you know? Right. So I have a question, yeah. actually. You're talking about Sony. What is your opinion on these huge brands? trying to get into nfts uh it's fine i just don't think any of them know what they're doing and they're just trying to hop in on the money just like influencers i think if they hired a full team to do it that's dope what i do think is that there's a trend coming very soon because uh, i'm just i've been in some conversations recently that i never thought i'd be part of but i know there's some trends coming because i talked about it in the meetings and they were like wait that's totally right and they've actually started to act on it is that 
there's just like we saw Nike just bought Clone X or whatever. Adidas just bought this. Projects are coming in. We can't stop it. I don't give a shit about Nike NFTs. I'm not going to buy a Nike. I want the Nike of the NFT world. That's what I want. But the trend that's going to happen right. is projects are going to be sponsored by massive companies like Sony. Sony's going to buy Doge Pound or whatever. Doge Pound's now associated with Nike or whatever the company was. Now they're kept relevant, right? Nike's not relevant in NFTs. No one gives yep. a shit. But if they're connected to Doge Pound, oh shit, Doge Pound walks around with Nike shoes. Now Nike's relevant. But how does Doge Pound stay yeah, relevant? It- that's when Doge Pound partners yeah. with me or someone else, like Subduck's partner with me. Now Subduck's remains relevant because I stay relevant because that's my job. I think that's where we're headed. I don't think anyone gives a fuck about Nike NFTs. Like they want the Doge Pound with a Nike sponsorship. I think that's where we're headed. Exactly. That, that's why I – so I love Pepsi, all right? <laughs> I hate soda. Like I, I don't drink soda anymore. I fucking Pepsi. love Pepsi though. Like if I'm going to have a soda, I'm getting a Pepsi. That's funny. And uh, or a sprite, yeah. I love sprite too. I'm a big fan. That's beside the point, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so, yeah, dude, sprite cranberry that just slaps. Oh, hell yeah. Um, so I love Pepsi, and I saw Pepsi was like, Yo, we're, we're making an NFT. So, for a second there, I got kind of excited because I was like, Okay, yo, yeah. like my favorite soda, making an NFT, like I kind of want to buy that. And it it flopped horribly, like. Gosh. Cause I I think what what do they say like almost nobody actually minted them it was like mostly bots that got got in because their protections on their website were like absolute dog shit yeah. and they threw it together in like two days of course so but it's like one of those huge like multi billion dollar companies that just swoops that comes in and swoops up like twenty four million dollars from people um I mean I think the mint was free. For the Pepsi, yeah, um, the microphone yeah. things. But you look at the secondary sales; they went absolutely berserk for like the first two days. Like I had a friend that actually, like, somehow he was able to mint two, and um, he s- turned around and sold them for like two ETH each. Oh my God, that's great. That's great. He got in and, and out though. Yeah, but they have like ten percent royalty. Oh, so. Yeah. Pepsi is making like a good bit off of those. And then they're, so they're making a shit ton of money. It's the same thing with Adidas. I mean, Adidas had like a crazy high mint price on theirs and people still paid it. It's sold out in like a second. Right. You know what I mean? It's just, they, they just and don't know what they're doing. They're still... I just don't think the, those yeah. entities know what they're doing. What they need to do is hop on a call with me so I can actually tell them what's fucking going on. And so they don't do something. Exactly. Stupid. Like, yeah, like hire people that know what they're talking about. Because exactly. now you look at the price for like the Nike or for not Nike for the um, for the Pepsi things, and it, they're you know kind of I, I think they're like super low yeah. now. Let me I'm sure they check are. Before I say something that's not true. Well, it's important um, that you you have consults with people who are in the space, actually in the dirty work, like knowing what's going on. Because there's no other way to know. Yeah. Right. There's no other way to know, and so I think consulting is going to be big. Like for me, I've been in some some important calls that are basically just consults where they're asking my opinion on stuff. Cause they're like, you're in more than we are, you know? Yeah. Cause a lot of these people, I mean, they have no idea what they're doing when they, when they try and make these projects. Like I doubt Nike knew, I mean, well actually Nike did know a lot about clone X when they bought it. Cause it came out that there was like some insider stuff going on. That was why the price dropped for a little while. Um, but allegedly, yeah. 
allegedly there was uh there was some stuff going always on allegedly but um <laughs> yeah um and i don't know i it's just sort of weird to me that like these multi-billion dollar corporations are just like all of a sudden we're interested in nfts it's like you're not interested in this shit money. you're not you know you're not consulting money. people that are in the actual space you just want money, money dude. that's what all all this you're gonna drop a money. project and yeah you're gonna drop a project and all these people that have never heard of nfts are gonna clown on you on twitter and then the people that are into nfts are also gonna clown on you on twitter because you have no idea what you're doing but it's still going to sell out immediately because there's going to be those people that are like, there is money right here and I'm looking at it. I'm going to mint this and I'm going to flip it. Exactly. That's why Mechaverse doesn't work. Mechaverse will never be what it was going to be because they crashed and now they have to climb back up just to get back to one, just to get back to normal. Right. Yeah. They have so much work to do And Nike. Yeah. No, not Nike. Whoever like movies coming out, like, like unless those do amazing, which I just don't think they will. Um, they're fucked, right? If you do it wrong in the beginning, you have to climb back up just to get back to, to average, right? And that's hard. It's really hard to do, especially yeah. if you're not going to like actually spend a lot of money and resources to figure it out. Right. So. Like, if I'm being totally honest, I really like Mechaverse. I like the artwork a lot. Do you? I actually do. I really like the artwork. I liked it in the I, beginning. I just like, thought it looked very, very similar, each one. Like, very, very similar. Yeah, I don't know. I've always had this thing. Like, I was a big, I was a big Transformers fan mm-hmm. when I was a kid. So I think that might be why it has like appeal to me. Oh, I mean, everyone. That's, I mean, everyone I, had I, appeal with it. I liked it too. It just when they came out with the reveal, I was like, oh fuck, these literally look like identical copies of each other. Yeah, I, I feel like a lot of them are like super similar. I mean, if you get like one of the pretty unique ones, because there are some like pretty unique ones. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. If you're able to grab one of those, I mean, I could see it being like a cool thing to just sort of have in your wallet. Like it, mm-hmm. it would just be like an interesting thing. Agreed. I mean, I don't own one. Yeah. I'm, I won't buy one because yeah. they're way out of my price range. It just depends um, on what you're trying to do with the, pro- like when people buy a project and they're mad, it didn't go to the moon. I'm like, but why? Like, were you just going to sell it? Is that what you wanted? Or did you just want to own a Mechaverse, like, you know? I feel like that's how a lot of people are is they just want to flip it. That's why I like. Or they want to feel good. Um, they want to feel good that they picked the right project, you know? You, you can come just walk by. You need to get something. Sorry. You, I'm on a call. Can you, like, are you you okay? You need something? You can you can stop for a second if you need to. We're almost done, so. No, you can, you can go. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're almost done. You're fine. Just go, yeah. Sorry, my mom was wanting to hey. go into the kitchen for whatever reason. <laughs> Yeah, she just walked by. She's, yeah. Um, what was I saying? Uh, oh, we were just sorry, talking about projects, uh, and they're just going with the mentality to flip it, or they didn't really care about the project. They're just trying to feel good yeah, feel about like picking of... the right project. Yeah. And that stinks, dude. That's like the I, wrong mentality. I think that's one of the. Re- yeah, it really is. I think that's one of the reasons I like Soul so much now. Same. Is same. Um, there's this there's this project called like Boogles. I don't want to butcher the pronunciation. If you've never heard of them. They are a very small soul project. Um, I think right now there are 87 of them that have been made. And three of them come out each week mm-hmm. and they get auctioned. Nice. Um, their floor price on secondary is 1,200 soul. Wow. 
Um, and their auctions go for anywhere between 350 to 700 sold. Why? What? what? And um, they are these little pixelated Grim Reapers. And I absolutely love them. They are some of the <laughs> nicest people wow. on the entire planet. I have been in their Discord for about a week now. They are amazing. Yeah. The people in there are so nice, and they love supporting like one of one artists in the soul community. Yeah. So they just funnel money into the art community, and they're just like they are some of the most like they, they'll buy like everything. Yeah. It's crazy. You'll see. You'll see auctions go on on like Holoplex, and they'll there'll be like ten minutes left in the auction, and a, a fucking Google will come in and just like drop like. 20 soul on an art piece that had like a, a price of you know maybe 10 before that right right Damn. and it, it's just ridiculous these guys are crazy and i i absolutely love them i'm actually working on um this thing right now uh in in the soul community whatever um it actually this was pretty big for me it got retweeted by the co-founder of solana hell yeah um and it's also been like retweeted by a couple other people that were like pretty pretty big um, in the soul like community. But I'm trying to put together a soul fashion week where one of one artists come in and draw some of the most popular soul projects um, as in like fashion related stuff. And I wanted to set up an auction and stuff and like donate some of it to like charity. Um to like help because it's like winter you know people need warm clothes you donate some of the proceeds from like auctions and stuff i mean you got to pay the artists and stuff like that but you it's know great idea, dude. donate yeah. some of the money to yeah I to like that. small you know charities local charities that help people get like winter clothes um and i was talking to some of them and i've been drawing some um some versions of some of their boogles all dripped out in like fashion stuff and I a totally different that. art style than it's ever been i'll send you some of them they're pretty cool i didn't want to like you know like pump my own stuff no, no, no. or anything well, well, here's the, here's i just wanted to talk about that that opens up a great thing about like one of the another trend that i think is going to happen is not only are projects and companies going to start sponsoring platforms are absolutely going to start to soul c is going to start having ambassadors open c is going to have ambassadors because here's the thing open c is an entity without a figurehead who's solana yeah. needs a person to be like this is Solana. Like this artist is Solana. This is who we are. Here's some other artists that we really believe in. This is who we are representing and stuff like that. So for you, do it as an artist or any artist listening to make art for fun, just for a project that you like, an artist that you like, uh, a company like Solsea or OpenSea. Just throwing that out there and tagging them, you have no idea what can happen. Solsea's CEO could see that and go hire that motherfucker right now. You know that's the kind of thing that can happen. I made a YouTube video that got 75 views and I got a full time job off of it. 75 views guys like it anything can happen in this world and so hell yeah i love that you're doing that that's crazy yeah man. yeah i i really wanted to um i i just felt like it was a way to sort of involve two things yeah. that i really like which is art and fashion hell yeah and i i don't know i just felt like it could have like a uh, pretty pretty good effect because yeah. if you know enough people buy into it or enough people you know uh, bid on stuff that can also help local charities. It can help, you know, artists. Cause I'm encouraging other artists to do the same thing. Yeah. Like I, I've been, I, I tagged a bunch of artists that I really like 
from the soul community on the tweet. And I was like, yo guys, like read this set up an auction and release like some artwork this week that revolves around like fashion mixed with like the communities of soul that exist to help people find like these one of one artists to help people find like artists that are new to help, you know, and just, you know, sort of lift the whole community as a whole. That's beautiful, dude. And that's, that's a huge reason why I'm so, I've become so excited about NFT artists and why I've started to tap into my creative side even more. I started with like reviews, interviewing CEOs, doing this and that. And I'm like, you know what? There's another sector that I think is going to be massive and it's artists because you can talk to these people. They're real humans. They're fucking beautiful souls a lot of the time. And I love it. And I just want to end this uh, interview with a couple like speed round questions if you're down, just like random shit. All right, let's go. All right. For gamers. All right, this is going to be for the gamers. Give me a top three game. Okay. Give me or give me t- your top three games and why. Uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Um, ooh, probably Metal Slug uh, for the PSP. And um, I'm trying to think what's like a game that I have like the most out. Well, the game that I would say is my number three. I don't play anymore, but I'll change it to uh, Dragon Ball Fighters. Okay. Right on, right on. Uh, interesting. There's no World of Warcraft. I feel like most people jump to World of Warcraft. No, I I used to play it. I don't play it anymore. Interesting. Okay, fire. Are there any of those mobile, by the Sorry. way, or are those all computer and like other stuff? Uh, they're all uh, well. Uh, Metal Slug for the PSP is a pixel game for PSP. Cool. Um, it used to be like an arcade game that you could like go and like play it on arcade. I think it was on like a couple consoles, mm-hmm. but I I had it on PSP. It was one of my favorites to play. Hell yeah. Um, then the others are like just computer or console, whatever. You can play them on both. All right. Cool. Okay. And then second question. There's three. I think there's three. Uh, second question is, do you have any like actual advice that you think might genuinely help an artist who's just getting started and doesn't really know where to start? Is there a place that they can, you know what I mean? Is there any advice that you have that you think might yeah. be not actually talked about as much? Uh, go on Twitter. Um, Twitter is one of those places that I hate Twitter. Well, I did hate Twitter. Same. I don't hate Twitter as much as I used Same. to. <laughs> but I, I used to, like, up until I got into NFTs, I despised Twitter. I never went on it. I had a Twitter account that I never used. Um, it was literally, I think I had, like, one follower. And I followed, like, ten people or something like that. And they were just people I knew in real life. Yeah. I never used Twitter, Same. like, ever. Um, and then I got into it and I was like, I was like, wait, all the NFT stuff happens on Twitter. I was like, Instagram is so dead for NFT stuff. Cause I tried following some like NFT pages on my, on my Instagram. And I was like, this shit sucks. Like, <laughs> it don't does. post anything. It does suck. And moved over to Twitter. And I was like, oh my God, there's so many people. Twitter is the marketplace for NFTs. If you're an artist and you want to start out, go follow other artists that either have the same sort of style or the same like ideas or similar ideas even they could just be totally different you know find those artists that you like and that you want to like know sort of and 99 percent of the time if you're bold you can just dm them yeah just just shoot them a dm the worst thing they'll do is ignore it yeah um but if you really like something just dm them. just to hit them up be like yo i really like your art do you have like a discord or something i can join it biggest thing ever you can do is join communities like you want to join twitter you want to talk on twitter you want to be active you want to join spaces you want to 
go to people's discords, you want to leave comments, you want to do all that kind of stuff. That is so important for building like a brand and so important for building a community behind your art. Like that is the best advice I could give somebody. It's like, even if you hate Twitter, make a Twitter. Agreed. Agreed. I think it's a great piece of advice. I think people forget that community or not community, uh, engaging with people is a huge thing. You never know who you're going to meet and what, what they'll become one day it's shocking sometimes. You know, you'll meet someone you're like, holy fuck. You know, so that's, that's great advice. Okay, so the next one is, how did it feel when you started selling NFTs? When, when NFTs were up and then you were just like, holy shit, one sold, one sold, another sold. Uh, well, you were actually the first person to buy an NFT from me. That was the first? Um, it was the, oh, let's yeah, fucking go. It was the first thing I did. It was, it was the first thing I'd ever uploaded so. on any NFT or anything. Like I had done, I had done like artwork that I had... I had sold artwork before online. Like I had done commission work mm-hmm. for people. Cool. Um, like I used to make YouTube thumbnails oh, hell yeah. and hell yeah. I'd get like five bucks. I'd make a YouTube thumbnail. They'd pay me like five, 10 bucks and cool. then nothing else, whatever, you know, maybe I'd make a couple more thumbnails for them or they'd like tell another YouTuber like, yo, hit this guy up. He makes like decent thumbnails. That was the extent of what I was doing for art previous to NFTs. And then I was just like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to try this. So I started listing some stuff. You were the first person to buy one. And then after that, I had, um, I don't know if they want me to like say their name on, on camera. I won't even say their names, but there are two other people that you also know that also bought some of my NFTs immediately. Um, and then I was like, Holy shit, these things are actually selling. And then people were like, some random people started buying a few of them that I released. And I was just like, Whoa, I'm just seeing these new wallet addresses yeah. like pop up in the, your sold things. And I was just like, I know that one is Cade. I know that one is this other guy. And I know that one's this guy. And I was like, but this is a different yeah. one. And I was like, I wonder who that is, you know? Yeah. And, um, some people came like DM'd me on Twitter or something like that. And they'd be like, yo, I bought one of your NFTs and I, you know, I'd post about it or something like that. And other times it would just be totally silent. Like I have no idea who owns some of Same. them. Same dude. They've never reached out. They've never, you know, said anything. If you buy something from me, reach out if you want to like, just, just say, yo, I bought this from you. And I'll be like, yo, it's good. You know, <laughs> I'm a real person. I, I, I can't lie. I like the compliment. You know what I mean? Like everybody does, I love that. but um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was kind of crazy. The first time I sold one, I was like, holy shit, you can actually like make money making art like it's not just because my whole life people you know people are like oh yeah you're a good artist you know like keep keep doing art whatever I'm like there's no money in art like i mean shit you think about like i have a friend like a really good friend of mine who goes to art school and some of the people that he goes to school with are like incredible artists but they spend all their time trying to sell their art and it almost never sells because it's it's all like physical art like they'll go to like shows and they'll go to like auctions and stuff and try and sell their art and yeah they might make enough money to get by but they won't make enough money to like actually turn it into a real job while with nfts if you really grind and you really like build a community you can make it like you you can make enough money to like live i mean but the small amount that I've made off of NFTs, I've just put back into either buying NFTs or I use some of it to like pay, you know, pay for classes, sure. pay that's for awesome. books. That's amazing. You know? That's amazing. 
stuff like that. And it's not like I've made a ton. I mean, I've probably only made like a couple hundred dollars or something yeah. like that. Well, and here's but the, it's still like, yeah, it's more than, you know, nothing. You know what I mean? What? Yeah. No. Just like, just like in a few more minutes. Why? Just a few more minutes. Why? Are you good? Okay. <laughs> My mom like walked in and was like, are you interviewing all day? <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, well, that's actually a great point. what you said, because this is very important. I talked about this in, in like all my art videos, but people are selling the wrong way. They don't know how to sell. The problem with artists, most artists, is they don't know what it means to sell, and they're selling the wrong way. There's a great story that I read in a book once of there's two authors. One was a marketing guy who wrote a 100-page book, very simple, nothing impressive, and another author who was a beautiful soul, had the most incredible book ever, and they were doing a book signing at a bookstore, and they were both had their booths right next to each other. The marketer had a line out the fucking door, even though the book sucked and mm -hmm. it wasn't very good. And the artist had seven people in line. And at the end, the artist goes, what the fuck? And he goes, I know how to sell. I know how to sell. And yeah. in NFT land, selling is not the same though. You can sell by sharing your story. I made a YouTube video where I just talked about my NFTs. I sold out the collection. Now the floor is seven ETH. You know, like that's how you can do it. And it doesn't have to be this scummy selling like buy this because this region is just like dude here's me if you like me here's my art you know yeah so i love that okay here's my final question what keeps you coming back sure. to the joyish kingdom what does joyish mean to you because for me it's about getting people to chase them chase their dreams face themselves and change their fucking life that's what it means to me what does the joyish kingdom mean for you if anything i don't know i i feel like it's a comfortable space you know what i mean it's somewhere where you can share ideas with people and talk about things and they're not going to be you know you're not trying to shill to them or anything you're not trying to like say like oh buy this from me like you know they're just people that you can go up to and kind of talk to you know what i mean they're in the in the space for NFTs, I feel like so many people are more focused on trying to make a sale or trying to earn something, trying to, you know, pay for something or trying to flip something or whatever. And I feel like it loses a lot of that, like, human interaction portion of it when all you're focused on is profits and making money. I feel like the community that you've put together, at least I, I'm not crazy active on discord. I know, but like, um, whenever I do hop in there, I always have discussions with people. It's not always about like NFTs or anything. Sometimes it can just be like, yo, how was your weekend? Yeah. Yeah. Or like, like what, you know, what have you guys been up to, you know, sort of thing. And it, it just feels more like of that human connection that, you know, can be difficult to find in some of these projects and just seeing it be so central to all of this is, I don't know. I really like it. I just, it's, it's comfortable. You know what I mean? Dude, I thank you for saying that. I was, I was very interested in what you would say, cause it means something different for everybody. And that's exactly the best, that's like the best answer I ever could have gotten. So thank you for saying that. And that's exactly what I've been hoping to cultivate. You know, the discord closes at a thousand. It'll never be opened again. Uh, well, 
I'm sure there'll be like a running number if there's like people who haven't been speaking for like two years or something. We'll probably have to like kick them out and like put someone else in. But for the yeah, most you part, you got to purge it. Yeah, every yeah. For more. the most part, yeah. a thousand we're choppy because after that it's, it gets crazy. I mean, there will be a public Discord where people can pop in because as the channel grows, people are going to want to join. But as far as that community, that will stay because that's what I wanted to cultivate. I want real people talking. When I pop in my Discord every single day, all day, I'm in there. It's like genuine. I feel the exact same way. I feel comfortable. I feel like people like being in there, and that's. I haven't seen that in many discords. I've seen it in a few, but it's it's the people who are prioritizing discord. I think like I don't, I don't think the big influencers, even like Journey Crypto, I was surprised um, that the amount of that influencer people aren't prioritizing talking to the people that are supporting them. And I think that's the most important thing. Yeah. And so I'm really glad you you picked up that vibe, dude. And uh, last thing, do you want to shout out yeah. anybody yourself? Do you want to talk about like one last thing and save some last hurrah or? I mean, um, you can plug anything. Shit, I don't know. Yeah, uh, you you can go follow me on Twitter. Uh, I I mean, I guess Kate'll like link it. Yeah, or everything something. will be done. I, I don't know. I mean, I I post on Twitter a lot, and there's a lot of garbage on my Twitter, so <laughs> be ready for that. But um, what else? Uh, that's that's pretty much cool. it. I I uh, there's. Art week uh, or fashion week stuff coming up. Auctions. Hell yeah. Those are going to be happening. I'm, I'm going to be putting those in my Discord if that's a thing. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, besides that, everything is uh, just good. Cool. Hey. Thanks for the interview. 100%, dude. And anyone, yeah, anyone who wants to join, anything to do with him, everything will, I'm just going to have him send me everything. Everything will be in the description below. I appreciate everybody listening. Um, if you did, make it to the end. What should our code word be? Should it be something to like? Should it be house spa? Must do? Should it be something artistic? What should we do? Um, let's do let's do hashtag S O L Fashion Week. All right, code word S O L Fashion Week with the hashtag. All right, I appreciate everyone being here. Yeah, with the hashtag. In front Hell of it, yeah, um, Matthew! Thanks for Post coming. Post on, on Twitter about Hell it. Hell yes, I'm so excited, and I right. uh, appreciate everyone being here. Until next time, continue on your joyage. Continue to learn and be grateful you're alive. Watching this video.